0: If you're a busy woman raising children and you want to learn to reverse engineer how you want to feel in all areas of your life, listen up. For the first time ever, I am teaching my energetic time management process. Not only am I teaching it live, but you're getting one-on-one access to me Yes, you heard that correctly. You can reach out to me personally and get feedback on how this process is working in your life. So head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash workshop. As soon as you register, you are going to get a pre-recorded training video that you can watch over and over and over again that also has an accompanied PDF, step-by-step. I'm literally showing you step-by-step. You're also going to be um, given the details to reach out to me one-on-one and my team so we can support you as you're integrating this work in your busy schedule And we're also going to be throwing in two live group Q&A calls. So come ask your questions. I'm going to show you how to integrate energetic time management, not just at home, but in your work as well. Ask all your questions, and I'm there to help you live in alignment with how you want to feel. Head on over to Heatherchauvin.com forward slash workshop and join us live today in May. About six months ago, my oldest son and I headed to New York to meet Dr. Robert Malilo. Dr. Robert Malilo is one of the most respected specialists in childhood neurological disorders in America. He's been helping children overcome learning disabilities for over 30 years. His area of expertise includes autism, ADD, ADHD, OCD, dyslexia, Asperger's, Tourette's, bipolar, and other mental and attention behaviors and learning disabilities or disorders. He's also an expert in diet, nutrition, and neuroimmune disorders in children and adults. I want you to check him out at drrobertmalilo.com. And Malilo is spelled M-E-L-I-L-L-O. This man has changed the way I think of my children's brain and he gave me hope for the first time in my son's future. Go check him out, (laughs) drrobertmolillo.com. Knowing your worth and your value and knowing how to communicate it. So ladies, I'm back and I'm super excited for today's podcast episode. And I'm going to go on a little bit of a value tangent. The I was asked to actually talk about this topic from my team because we um, we're talking a lot about sales right now. And behind the scenes, I have been working consistently with women. There's two types of women that I work with professional women raising children. And sometimes these women are working for somebody else. Sometimes they're managing the household. um, And one of their core desires is to feel successful at home. And the opposite of that is when they are working or they're self-employed and they're business owners or they're managing a team and attracting more revenue in the business is part of their quote unquote KPI or their focus. Um this comes up a lot. And never in my life did I think I would become passionate about helping women specifically be good at sales. And I think there's so much around the belief systems that we tell or the beliefs that we tell ourselves of like why sales are gross, why money is gross. And I was getting to the core of it and I was doing some writing and I was asking myself like, what is the actual connection and correlation that I see with the target audience that I work with and the women that I don't work with out in the world? And also the skill that I had to learn, like the core actual wound um, that I had to work on and then still am working on as a human being is worthiness and value and learning how to own your actual value not your value as a service provider not your value as a you know mother or caregiver and the invisible load that you carry regardless if you bring home a paycheck or not but at the core of all of this this manifests in women's lives from a state of lack and I was going for a walk the other day, and um, I think a lot. Um, and I'm always thinking, and I'm always trying to like, how can I,, um, my brain thinks in podcast topics and in messaging, and also like, how to become metaphors, all the things. So, I was thinking about how frustrated I am becoming when I hear a woman say, "I don't have time." I can't do this. Somebody won't let me do this. Um, I can't, I can't, I can't. Blame, shame, guilt, all the things. But there's this like block of I just can't, like 100% cannot. Um, And they will say, I don't have the time or capacity for how I want to feel. And if you've been following me long enough, you know, I mean, I'm. if you can see this video, I'm wearing a hat that says, how do you want to feel? Partly, I wear so many hats because I never want to do my hair. But the second part of that is when you are asking yourself, how do I want to feel? And you reverse engineer that in every area of your life, you become the type of person that you most desire to be in your parenting, your relationships, your work, your mind, your body, your soul. I don't have the time or capacity for how I want to feel. What I actually hear a woman say is I've lost my power and identity along the way, and I'm not confident on how to take it back. Let me repeat that again. When I hear a woman say I don't have the time or capacity for how I want to feel, what I actually hear her say is I've lost my power and identity along the way, and I'm not confident on how to take it back. The reason why I think this reframe is so important is because too often people are saying, I need a script, I need a strategy, I need a step-by-step, I need a blueprint, Um, I need somebody else to tell me what to do. And Those things are great. They're temporary. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a gaping hole, right? Gaping wound. But it will stop the bleeding for just moments, but it will not solve the root cause. And the root cause is self-trust. The root cause is knowing that you as a human being on this earth, when you're constantly give, 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 and you have this long ass to-do list, If you removed yourself from the equation, a lot of people would be affected. You have value and your value is not just from giving to other people. Your value is to experience joy as a human being. Socially, culturally, we have been conditioned that we have no value. That we are less than. We've been conditioned. Pay. Time. Child care. Health. You name it. And. That's not even talking on a spectrum. Okay. So. What I mean by this is we buy in to the systems of oppression. We buy in to other people's stories of why we are less than. So, for the sake of sales and business, let's talk about that. You have invested If you are a professional, you have invested thousands of dollars to develop a skill that other people would benefit from having in their lives. When I say investing thousands of dollars, I'm not just saying going to get a certification um, or a degree or multiple degrees You have also invested a lot of time, money, and energy in becoming the type of person that can execute and change somebody's life, potentially. You can solve a problem. You have invested a lot of time, money, and energy into becoming the type of person that can deliver. Or maybe you are in your business, there's a physical product. You have invested a lot of time, money, and energy in testing that project, product and putting it out there. Maybe it's a course. Maybe it's a service. Maybe you're a lawyer, a dentist, a doctor. I don't know, okay? You have skills. You've invested a lot. Now, some part of you may have felt worthy enough to invest in to develop that skill. Why did you develop the skill? What was the core actual need or desire of developing that skill? Was it to give it away for free? Because if your core desire was to give it away for free, you cannot ask for money in return. You can't. There had to be some part of you that felt worthy enough to invest in to develop the skill. But here's where it gets tricky. This is why I say sales is personal growth on steroids. Parenting is personal growth on steroids. Building a business is personal growth on steroids. Marriage is personal growth on steroids. When you decide to become better and to own how you want to feel, It is personal growth on steroids. Everything that you were avoiding looking at will come up and out to the surface right away. Most of it is going to be lack of worthiness, self-doubt, some form of imposter syndrome, which I don't actually believe in that term, um, insecurities, mommy, daddy stuff. um, But at the core, 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 core of all this, it is, am I worthy to receive this? am I worthy to receive this? So here's the challenge. One, you have to do the inner work. You cannot keep running away from doing the inner emotional work. Hence the reason why the podcast is called Emotionally Uncomfortable. You got to feel your feelings. And although we want to feel good, although we want to receive the good, the abundance, the um, joy, the ease, the energy, if you know you want those things, you have to be willing to feel the opposite as well. Not skirt around the opposite, not run away from your fears, but run towards your fears. Not allow guilt to run the show, but feel the guilt. And that's a skill. And if you don't know how to do that, you need to invest in learning how to do that. Invest in learning how to feel. Now listen. I don't have time and capacity for how I want to feel. I'm going to reframe this. I don't know where to find my clients. I don't know how to get my team to support me. I don't know nobody will pay for my product or service. Do you see a correlation? And what I hear them say is, I've lost my power and identity along the way, and I'm not confident on how to get it back. I've lost my power and identity along the way, and I'm not confident on how to communicate it. So once we have the core, we're beginning the core root of like, who are we? How do we want to feel, right? What service? Who do we want to serve? What service or product do we want to deliver? How do we need to energetically show up? Manage your energy, not your time. The core core. Val, the core that I talk about, manager energy, not your time, the energy of embodiment. How do you want to feel? How do you want to show up? Okay. So when we are in a conversation around sales and that can be a one-on-one conversation, it could be at a networking event. It could be um, in an email. It could be in the DMS with somebody. It could be on a sales page. It doesn't really matter. Um. This is about you knowing that your product or service is going, and the fact that you have a dollar plus around it, is going to trigger other people's stuff. If you are not okay with other people's emotions, you will not be okay at growing a successful business. Let me repeat that again. If you are not okay holding space for other people's big emotions when they are triggered, you will not be okay or successful or confident at growing and scaling a profitable business. That one may be hard to swallow because what happens is the more you become you, the more you begin to own your value, the more you begin to respect yourself, the more you begin to value your time and your capacity and say, you know what? Not only do I not have the capacity for that, but that invitation is not a hell yes for me. And therefore, I really appreciate the invite. But no thank you. It's not in aligned right now where I'm focusing my energy and attention. You just took back control of how you wanted to feel and took your power back. You were honest with yourself and you communicated that with the other person. You may disappoint the other person. You have to be okay or learn to be okay or develop the skill of being okay with that as you grow, personally and professionally. Your child may request something of you, and that's something you can't do. And you may disappoint them. And you have to learn to be okay with their disappointment, even though you feel guilty, maybe because you're working and you cannot buy them everything that they want. Uh, One, because it's just not realistic and you disappoint them because you're like, no, honey, you're not getting that. I know every time we leave the house, my 10-year-old is like, can we go here? Can we go here? Can we go here? And I'm like, buddy, just because you leave the house doesn't mean you need to buy something. And then I see the disappointment on his face. And it hurts my heart because I love my children and I never want to see them sad. But guess what? Sad is part of being human, disappointed is part of being human. And it was interesting because for a really long time, I resisted talking about business for women because. I see so many people out there talking about the strategy of business and strategy is easy for me. Here's the strategy, but that's not why people need coaching. People need coaching because of the emotions around the strategy, the worthiness, the I can't do this. I don't actually believe I am capable of achieving So let me give you a real-life example and how this pertains to sales. You have a skill, you have a dream, and you have a desire for time flexibility. And when I say time flexibility, I don't mean sitting on a beach all day with a laptop. I mean being able to take a few hours off, bring your kid to the orthodontist, being able to pay the bill with ease and not stress about it, and rearrange your schedule. Maybe go to the gym, go for a walk, eat lunch, have time to breathe, and maybe have a bowel movement. And I'm honestly serious when I say that. So here you are creating that dream for yourself. And you know in order to do good work, you have to have mental capacity, emotional capacity, physical capacity, financial. You need to be out of survival state and into a state of momentum or thrival. And there you are creating this. Your shit is going to come up. Someone's going to ask you for something that they need you. They want to work with you. Whatever products, service you provide. You realign your programs, your packages, your offerings that are value-based and not hourly-based. And that person in front of you or in your DMs or in your email is saying, Holy shit, I can't afford that. What you have done has just triggered them, triggered their emotional response. It is not your responsibility if they choose to use their coping strategies and shut down or project their anger onto you, do the blame and shame game. It is your responsibility to know how to manage your own emotions so you do not allow those to control the conversation. It is also your responsibility to know how to hold that sacred space for them. I get it. This is big. Yeah, you want XYZ transformation. You've already invested thousands of dollars to solve this problem. And yet the problem isn't solved. What do you think is stopping you? No, what do you think is really stopping you? Do you think it's the people that you're hiring, or do you think it's the way you're showing up? The challenge is our brains are incredibly intelligent, and we need to out smart, our primal brain. And the primal brain is designed to keep you safe. It is designed to keep you in your comfort zone. It is, yeah, it's designed to keep things familiar. And the second you decide to make a one degree, one percent better shift, your brain will say, No, 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 no. Come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. Just like a panicked parent when a child starts to run towards the road. Your brain will kick in and say, not this, not this, let's go, let's go. Come back, come back, come back. When you decide to go for it, in your personal and professional life, knowing your worth and your value and knowing how to communicate it is number one. Because you will get pushed back, You will be challenged. You will be brought to your knees and your core beliefs will come up. The shit that is no longer serving you will rise to the surface rather quickly. And you will have to choose. Do I want to continue the same cycle or do I want change? And when you want change, that will be emotionally uncomfortable. Change is scary. Change will get you who feel like you are backed into a corner. Change will trigger the shit out of people that are connected to you. Um, And change will also challenge you to value yourself more if you're committed to the process, if you choose not to quit. So where do you begin on knowing your worth and value? Number one, I think you should ask people around you, people that you trust, not people that you do not trust, not people that talk down to you, people that you trust. What do you see in me? What do you see as my strengths? What do you see as my values? Like, what do you think I'm good at? Number two, do a time audit. Literally, you're not going to like this one. And most of you will not even do this because it's incredibly emotionally uncomfortable. But from sunrise to sunset, I encourage you to just walk around with pen and paper and to jot down the actions that you're taking. And I want you to, at the end of the day, end of day one, two, or three, like if you want to do it for a few days, and I want you to look and say... What items on here were actually for me? Not for my business, not for my family, not for my team, not for my neighbors, not for some random people on social media or in my DMs. What actions did I take today that were for my core soul? And that walk that I took, was that actually for my core or was that for stress management? Of managing everybody else's shit. Number three. Not only are you going to learn how to say, I don't have the capacity for that. You are going to say, thank you. Thank you. But no thank you. Let's take the term, I don't have the capacity to the next level. That's just not even in my desires. Thank you, but no thank you. And if you do have capacity, you don't have to fill it up with shit you don't want to do. Knowing your worth and your value is not, does not just make you more money and learning how to communicate it. You begin to realize you're getting your voice back. And utilizing your voice, that's something a lot of women couldn't do. Historically. But today that changes because you were born in a different body, in a different time, with different resources than those women. And that's a privilege. Although it's scary, you actually have the privilege of utilizing your voice. It may be on a podcast. It may be to a perfect stranger on the internet. It may not be to the people you love, but you can utilize your voice and your truth to people today. But learning to communicate that that is not what you want to do anymore. That's not the service you want to offer. That is not um, the price point because you will literally be self-abandoning if you discount yourself, and it does not feel good, if we want how women to change, if we want women to change, and we want the um, trajectory of how women feel to change, we cannot keep buying in. To oppression ourselves. But the truth is when you opt out of it, it's incredibly emotionally uncomfortable. It's actually, there's a lot of personal responsibility. So I'm wondering, what do you see as the correlation between sales, not discounting yourself, knowing how you want to work with people, who you want to work with, Communicating your value, translating that, feeling your guilt. How do you see that not just show up in your sales, but also in your home? And who taught you? that you were not powerful? Who's the one person that comes to mind when you think, I've lost my power and my identity along the way, and I'm not confident on how to take it back? And regardless of who the person is or situations that come to mind, my last question for you today is, Are you willing to become the person that that version of you needs to heal? You can do this. And if you enjoyed this episode and you want more support for attracting more profit in your business, um, we slowly leak out the emotionally uncomfortable attracting profit podcasts on the regular podcast, emotionally uncomfortable. But if you want to hear them all and you want them all in a nice package and you want to binge on them, head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash profit. And that's the private attracting profit podcast. They're all there for you. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. My goal for you is to take back control of how you want to feel so you can live, work, play, and parent on your own terms. I sometimes joke that I wish I taught people how to make green smoothies for a living, but I know I'm doing that because I'm trying to run away from what brings me joy. And what brings me joy is helping women and men, families in general, and children, feel alive. And sometimes that journey to feeling alive is painful. It's emotionally uncomfortable, and it's not always easy. This is why I created the Aligned Life Quiz. So if you're tired of being tired, you want to stop just surviving, and you want to find out exactly where to focus. And access realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact. You can head on over to Heather Chauvin, C H A U V I N dot com forward slash life quiz. It takes you two minutes, and it's going to show you. I call them internal leadership skills. Where do you need to focus your energy and attention for the quickest results? And also, which phase are you living in? So head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash life quiz to take the aligned life quiz right now. If you're ready to stop just surviving and you want to start thriving, but you don't know how to manage it all, go there. It will take you two minutes and it will change your life. I also, on the inside, show you which podcast episodes to listen to based on your quiz results. HeatherChauvin.com forward slash life, L-I-F-E, quiz.